Yes, Master. Welcome, Padawan learners, to episode 14 of Geek Salad, Midi-Chlorian Mania. I'm Andy. And I'm Mike. And from the dark side, we've got our, our good buddy, Mike G. Hello, and my Midi-Chlorian count tops you all. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm just a youngling, so, you know. Yes, exactly. And I, um, I am just an old, grizzled diner owner on the edge of the galaxy whose ass is showing... Yeah, pull up those pants, dude. Yeah, yeah. You guys want a glass of Jawa juice? Oh, yeah. All right, there you go. No, anyway. I, no, actually, I was looking for that blue milk. Yeah, I want blue milk. Me? Yeah, guys, that's the next That's oh. the next trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We we'll are save the, here. We'll save the blue milk for the next time. We are here to talk about the Star Wars prequel trilogy. That's right, folks. On May 19th, 1999, our 16-year wait was over and our long reign of terror began. That's right. Episode uh, episode one of Star Wars: The Phantom Menace was released. Yep, it was just we, like all the Star Wars people coming out of the you know like that thriller video out of like the ground. Yep, know? exactly. <laughs> we, George Lucas was our Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, God, much. yeah, yeah. And I mean, we all went opening night. Yep. I'm assuming. Yeah, we yep. all went. Oh yeah. Uh, lots of firsts there, which we'll get into in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but. We, uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and believe it or not, we are not going to spew hate on the trilogy throughout the entire hour and a half. No, because, you know, I mean, the prequels were, they weren't horrible. No. You no. know, they weren't that bad. I mean, we, you know, we have some fun times with those. I mean, there's good points and there's bad points. I mean, exactly. every movie does. They told the story. Yeah. What was needed. I mean, what, I think what we're trying to get at is that these are no, by no means the worst movies ever made, nor are they the worst sequels or prequels ever made. And Matrix, I'm looking directly at you, there motherfucker. You oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, oh, damn bullet time. <laughs> before we begin, I guys, I can tell you guys about a book that I've been reading. Okay. And I'm not a big fiction reader. I tend to read a lot more, like, biographies and stuff. But uh, you got to read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm. I saw that, actually. Um, it was, we were looking at that book. Oh, at the mall a couple awesome. days ago. Awesome. It is by Jane Austen and uh, Seth Graham Smith. Nice. Yes, the Jane Austen. The night, the uh, 18... Actually, oh, I always confuse this with the uh, the centuries. The 19th century right. Edwardian author. Isn't she dead? She has been dead a very long time. Oh. So did she write it after she died or something? No, no, actually, what it is, it's the actual text of Pride and Prejudice okay. with awesome cutscenes of... Um, of people killing zombies. Nice. There Guys, you, go. you can't go wrong. And I'm telling you right now, all you single gentlemen out there, if you want to woo yourself a lady, let her know that you're reading Pride and Prejudice. And zombies. And zombies. <laughs> Just keep it under your breath. Keep the zombies under your breath, and I guarantee you will score. This is not a real guarantee. <laughs> anyway, um, one other thing we have to add before we uh, continue on to our subject for the evening. Um, last episode, we were talking about our summer movies. Right. We spilled an awful lot of hate um, on uh, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, mm-hmm. and here's some more. Well, I remember we were looking at pictures. It was on Topless Robot, and I saw. It, and then you know we were talking about it before we started the show. Basically, um, they got this big picture of one of the parts of Devastator, if I remember correctly, if that's who it is. Um, 
He's got balls. Yes. Hanging and low. I don't, and I don't mean that he's, like, you know, tough. He literally has balls. Testicles. There's basically Decepticon testicles, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, can Michael Bay shit on us anymore? Um, I don't know. The movie comes out next week. So. so I'm sure that we'll find out if a big stinky turd has been laid upon us. Because that's the case, I think all fans should go find his house and rig it with plenty of explosions and see him go out the way he wanted to yeah. with a big explosion. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to hold out hope. Um, I'm yeah. an, I'm the eternal optimist. Yep. But, um, yep. But uh, that, the balls ain't really yeah, making no, it look that's, good, that's huh? That's not really helping. No. No, no balls, no. Well, will Bumblebee be peeing on anybody this time? I believe that he will. I'm sure that, that Michael Bay thought it was a great idea the first time, and what the hell, let's do it again. Right. So, without further ado... A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a filmmaker said, I will create a character named Kit Fisto. Let's get on to the Star Wars prequels. All right. Uh, we're going to start first, obviously, at the beginning, where it all began. Episode one, The Phantom Menace. Yes. Um, or as I've heard many people call it, The Fandom Menace. That works. Ooh, very nice. Um, we're going to do this in a, a, a different way than we're normally used to doing our shows, especially when we talk about historical stuff. We're not going to just blow through chronologically. Right. We actually have this set up with certain bullet points we want to touch on. We're going to go through two separate things first. What went wrong, and then what worked. Right. Just so you guys are just clear how we're going to do this. And I'm sure you'll agree or disagree with what we have to say, and yeah. that's cool. All right, so um, let's begin with where it really went wrong about 11 minutes into the movie. I think three words pretty much describe that. Yes, there are three words in the English language that just sum up everything that is wrong with movies. Jar Jar Binks. Oh, my God. The Rastafarian alien, or I guess that's what he was supposed to be. I don't know if that was the idea, Yeah. what he was going with. It was just, you know, C-3PO could be annoying, but, you know, C-3PO looked like Han Solo compared to this thing. Sally Johnson is a real person, not an actor. So to tell her story, we hired the star of Phantom Menace. I was driving down my street when a truck hit me head on. Awesome nose! There's a tracker coming! Yes, I was fine, but the car was totaled. Rory it's a mess! Got the engine over here, but the wheel for steering way over there! <laughs> My agent at Gecko Insurance sent me a check right away. You said not even gonna believe it! Tell me, we win the money. We win the money! Um, I think I was explaining it better than he was. Gecko, real help. Real money. Mija thinks me broke me bomb that spine. Yeah, that's how. Then I'm stretching on that one. <laughs> but you know, it's just it was annoying character, got in the way, and it took away from the stuff that we like to see. Right. That's just my opinion. But I don't know. I mean, Mike, any your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I, I understand that you know George Lucas wanted to put in something for the kids, yep. but 
there's a limit to what even kids can... I mean, right. don't, don't insult their intelligence right. with something like this. Please. Right. I mean, even the Ewoks, as sucky as the Ewoks were, they tried to eat Han Solo, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. yeah. They tried to eat a human being. They actually used the scalps and skulls of the Imperials to play their instruments with. And they were effective in fighting the Imperials. Exactly. Did Jar Jar Binks do anything? Uh, apart from trip over his tongue, trip over his feet, trip over his ears. Trip over um, his weapons in the final battle. You know, the sad yeah. thing is the other gun guns were actually... Not too bad. No. Yeah, they were kind of bad, but but they made him a general. Right. Which Ma- basically made no sense. Right. I think they should have given Captain Tarples a much bigger role. Oh, absolutely. Like like just kind of taking him off in the uh, in in the woods prior to the big battle against the droids. Slap the shit out of him. No, actually taking him out like Lenny and of mice and men. There you go. Make uh, him look at the water and throw those like you know, energy balls in his head. <laughs> <laughs> or they could take him out like Fredo. <laughs> there you go. Even better. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is too is that you and you'll notice it throughout the the entire prequel uh, trilogy is that Jar Jar's part started getting diminished and diminished and diminished to the point where um, in Revenge of the Sith he had one line. Did he? Yeah, yeah. he only had one line. He was like, "Excuse me," and that oh, was it. Yeah. Um, he is an integral part of the Clone Wars cartoon, which we'll get into a little more detail um, in a little bit. But it's one of these things. Lucas has got loyalty. I guess to apparently. this character, he is sticking to his guns on this. The guy which, that must have voiced him must have something on him. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. But uh, in Ahmed Best's um, defense, he has mocked the character openly in um, Robot Chicken. Oh, yes. All right, yes, well, he has. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. With, are you talking about the whole thing with Annie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Comes back as a ghost and yeah. hunts um, Darth Vader. Right, it's, and it's really the first um, major character that is completely CG. Yep. Yes. I mean, paving the way for better characters like uh, Gollum and lesser better characters like Dobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dobby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Jar Jar, insanely annoying. Yes, I think we can all agree so. on that. Can, yeah. um, but, you know, runner-up in the annoying contest is, uh, and I'll sum this up with one word, yippee. Oh. Yeah. Yippee. You know, I'll give Jake Lloyd. I mean, he's supposed to be a kid, and, you know, you look at this guy, he's going to be the big Sith Lord of the Empire here, but, you know, I don't know, he's a kid. You know, I yeah. guess, you know, and I think the yippee thing was stretching. Yeah. Just stretching um, a little bit. I mean, there was supposed to be some kind of darkness in him, and I really saw nothing in that portrayal. He was At all. no, he was just this chipper, happy little kid who grows up to be a real pissed off badass. I, right, I don't get right. it. It's, it would have been nice to see him, the little kid, just kind of being like a little like scumbag. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you know, he could be a good kid, but also at the same time have some anger management issues. On the DVD, I think that would have made it better. On the DVD, there's actually a scene where Greedo, because of course you know it wouldn't be a, a prequel if they didn't. <clears throat> They throw out characters from the earlier, better movies. Yeah. Uh, Greedo says something about him cheating in the pod race. And Anakin, like, just goes apeshit on him. And um, it's like, okay, we got a little glimpse of of him having a short fuse. But at the same time, it was more just to say Greedo's name and a bad end will come to him. Which, of course, it did. Who shot first? (laughs) And Lucas cut that scene anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, and, but and I think it that would have made it. DVD. And I think that would have made it better because it would have. You know, you get this idea that you know this kid's you know he lives you know think about it, he's a slave. Yeah, and you know he's he's doing pod races and all this stuff, and you know I'd be a little pissed off too. Yeah, I mean, you know the kids had plenty to be pissed <clears throat> off of. No dad. Yeah, 
You know, his mom is really like, Aah! and you know, right. his, his, his friends are even more annoying than he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's also friends with Warwick Davis in a Greedo outfit. There you go. Um, another thing I thought really hurt this movie was the lack of a rogue scoundrel. Essentially, you had a princess, a kid, and two Jedi's, and an annoying lizard thing. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that one captain that was always kind of with the oh Rick Ole. No, not him. Oh, the other um. Guy. Oh, the, the, uh... Captain Panaka. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Rick Ole, wasn't he also the same guy that was in Wayne's World 2? Yeah, he was the roadie in Wayne's World 2. <laughs> I just wanted to start, like, all of a sudden going to Anakin, like, you know, so he goes, well, back when I was telling my stories about it, I just wanted to see him, like, start telling his <laughs> Jeff Beck story. It was hysterical, Every actually. time, every time Rick Ole had a line, um, in Phantom Menace. Yeah. And... In case you're, you're, you're unaware of who Rick Ole is, he's the guy who flies the Naboo space, uh, spaceship off of Naboo onto Tatooine, and he's just kind of like this, this, this pilot guy. Yeah. But his name is so awesome that every time he has a line, uh, my friend Steve and I, we went to go see the movie, we're just like, Ole! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's he had no real like kind of just... You know, dirtbag. Right. Just a dirtbag hero that was just in it for himself. Exactly. Um, and I thought that really could have livened things up at yeah. the very least. Yeah. Um, another thing, and this is, I think this is a common complaint throughout the entire trilogy, is the look-what-we-can-do attitude towards their special effects. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about moving the story. It was, well, we have eyelash emulation software. Let's use right. it. See, now that we've got the technology, let's just go apeshit with it. <laughs> and let's just have a grand old time, you know, using it. And there's nothing wrong with special effects. I mean, space, it's science fiction. Yeah. You need some special effects. But at the same time, it's like realism is nice, too. I, I agree with you on that. Um, I just thought that was way too much in terms of CG characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you can blame the special edition on this. I mean, the special edition was great. At least the first two movies, yeah. in yeah. my opinion, were really well done. But it opened up a door that you just couldn't close afterwards. Right, right. And it was just this Pandora's box of all these extra characters and peripheral things and extended universe characters that made these appearances just for this because you could put them in there. Right. And there was nothing really, nothing really helped move the story. It was just there. Mm-hmm. It should have been less is more. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Um, however... With all these, this newfound special effects and everything, there was no really exciting battle on either ground or space. No. Right. It was the Gungans versus the droids. They were which, there, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. And yeah. then there was a space battle, which it only served to have Anakin blow out all the droids. That was it. Right. Yep. It did not only to blow out the droids, but to blow them out accidentally. Right. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. I accidentally What's activated this the ship. Do? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I accidentally took <clears throat> off. I accidentally flew into the into the droid bay. Yeah. I accidentally fired. Oh, well, I won. It just had to be that R2 got to help him, too. You know? Yeah, exactly. Now, here's the funny thing, too, is that when, when Obi-Wan meets Luke in A New Hope, he's like, when I met your, your father, actually, he mentions this in Return of the Jedi, just so I get our my nerd facts straight here. Right. In Return of the Jedi, he actually says, when I met your father, he was already a great pilot. No, he wasn't. He was an accidentally That'll, great pilot. Yeah. <laughs> He was a great autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was a great pod race pilot. <laughs> yes, exactly. Meaning that he didn't crash into anything. <laughs> um, the, the ground battle, you know, and this is one of those things that if you ever play Star Wars Battlefront, you always play as the Empire. 
Yeah. Because nothing would give me more pleasure than killing Gungans. <laughs> and I don't think in the entire... And I don't know if this is just so you wouldn't traumatize kids or anything like that. But um, you didn't see a single Gungan die. You didn't... When, you, when they... We're running away. You didn't right. see any dead Gungans on the ground. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, they killed the Ewoks. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, killed like them blow up. And... Yeah. I think Wilford Brimley killed the Nate Ewok in one of those awful uh, <laughs> CBS specials. Oh, <laughs> and, um, but no, no, there's no, there's no dead Gungans at all. Mm-hmm. Um, while we're talking about the Gungans and this battle, what did, what are your guys' thoughts on the battle droids? All they said was Roger, Roger. Yeah. I don't know, I mean... I thought that, realistically speaking, out of all three movies, they were handled the best in this one, because yeah. they at least, you know, tried to look competent. Right. They weren't really in there for comic relief, even no. though, you know, the Stormtroopers should be paying them royalties for oh, absolutely. taking them away from being the shittiest uh, warriors in the galaxy. Yeah. See, my my biggest problem was, they looked like a bunch of C-3PO's, and I would never be scared of a bunch of C-3PO's. <laughs> right. There's nope. really no menacing. At least, yeah, at least with the Stormtrooper helmets. Right. They the, kind of the, instilled some fear. Yeah, the only ones that were really effective were the Droidicon. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were like the only thing that actually had something the Jedis couldn't beat, which right. was right. that shield. By the way, was it just me, or when they were actually sending out the Droidicas in, um, at the beginning of the movie, did you even understand what the hell those two were saying? Nope. No idea. Yeah, your Asian stereotypes were talking about the Droidica. Well, here's the other thing, too. You know how, like, they put up that big shield with all those, like, big, you know... Yeah. Like, elephant things, whatever it was, they had the big, you know, round shield, and they're shooting through it. Yep. And then all of a sudden, they just walk through it, and everything is okay. Oh, well, I think that's the what thing. With, that, what, it's, it's, it, and it's kind of like, you know, if you go all the way back to Dune with this. Yeah, oh yeah, the old the slow The slow blade, right. the slow ba- blade penetrates the shield. It was still kind of ridiculous. Well, when you, see, when you see Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan walking through the, uh, the shields in, you know, in Gunga, mm-hmm. which I believe is the name of their, vill- their uh, underwater like village. Oda Gunga or something like Oda that. Oda Gunga, yeah. They walk through it because if you're close enough, your lasers won't penetrate it, but you can walk through it. And the droids are smart enough to do it, I guess. And well, he- not only that, the Gungans are dumb enough to come up with a defense mechanism that essentially means as long as you're nowhere within 30 <laughs> right. inches of it, you're... <laughs> they also use that, use that in Stargate, a few of the episodes. Oh, that's right. Mm. That's right, for the few episodes I think I've watched of Stargate, the, the television show. Enhancing my geek cred there. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, too, was the destruction of the Jedi myth, that anybody could really be a Jedi. Yeah. Um, you know, there's this whole thing about... I mean, what the fuck is a midi-chlorian? I don't know. I didn't know until that. I didn't know that was inside them. I thought it was just the Force. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was the Force. It, it binds us. It, 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 right. it penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Exactly. Makes total sense. Why Anybody can master the force. force. Why can't they just said, you know, we're going to check your force level or something like that? We don't need your midichlorian. Because I mean, force level would sound stupid. stupid. I guess so. So they had to make up some word. And it must have been drunk when they did. I don't know. I don't know. It's just that it's just one of those things that really, it took away from that, the, the, the myth that the Jedi can be anybody. Yeah. yeah it took away the whole, like, kind of almost spiritual aspect. Right. Whole science versus spiritualism, right? There. Right, exactly. Essentially, it is a hereditary thing. You're like kind of like the chosen one, you know, right? Exactly. Really... I mean, it, it. Yeah, it's right. ridiculous. So, um, I mean, if you got like a blood transfusion from a Jedi, would you then become a Jedi? That, I never thought of that. Oh, no, That's an excellent that question. That's an excellent question because I mean that. Would those metachlorines, you know, like produce things? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Multiply in your body. 
Either that or the probably like you know like the Borg enzymes that will <laughs> right oh yeah <laughs> make Bananas. machines grow out of your face. <laughs> um, and that brings us to um, Anakin's virgin birth. Yeah, all of a sudden he was just kind of like Jesus. Yeah, and and that's the thing too is that you know I was kind of hoping that somewhere in, in John Williams' score would be like Jesus <laughs> analogy. <laughs> Well, you know the funny thing He's is... He's Christ, so you better run! <laughs> well, you know the funny thing, too, is getting to the other point in this, you know, between, like, the religious aspects, and if you look at the first movie, it's a lot of political stuff. Oh, yeah, it and really is. And it's kind of dull. It you really know, like, is. see, there's no empire. See, the empire is, like, you know, the fear and the scourge of the universe, okay? You don't fuck with them. I think, right, I right? think they hit on the political Before, it's side just a once. republic, where we all vote, and everybody's happy, and General Zod was in charge. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's just get to the point where it's like, you know, okay, here we go, we vote and everything, and okay. Uh, blah, oh, blah, we're blah. deadlocked. I mean, gra- granted, it was nice to see, like, you know, but you, think, but you do start to see that little bit of, uh, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's corrupt the system a little bit. Right. And that makes it interesting. But at the same time, you don't have an empire, because the empire was the whole point of making the movie interesting. Well, let's look at it this way, too. If it didn't have the word Star Wars attached to it, nobody no. would go see a movie that essentially is about a trade dispute. Yeah. At that plain and simple. Right. Absolutely right. Exactly. You know, and it's like, okay, well, let's throw some Jedi's in there. If this were just some like Washington trade dispute movie with Kurt Russell as the president and Steven Seagal as the vice president and Andrew Dice Clay as the, the the terrorist holding uh, the first lady hostage. Can I mention one more thing yeah. before we move on? What was up with, I thought, what was up with, like, you know, the, the makeup for the queen? Oh, the kabuki makeup. You know, the other thing, too, is she was so, like, stone-faced dull. Right. And it's like, in the rest of the movies, like, all of a sudden she's like, oh, hi, how you doing? But first she's like, I am the queen. I will do whatever I must she is... for my people. <laughs> but no, but the woman that took over after wasn't like right. that. She right. was kind of down-to-earth, too, but well, it was like... Well, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I agree with you. Essentially, she she's adopted Madonna's right. uh, English accent. And I understand that's probably just to, to save her identity or whatever in case she gets assassinated. I can understand that. But at the same time, which it, she was like almost like, you thought it was an android in there, just sitting there talking like this. Right. I mean, in, in a way, yes, that's very smart to do because they couldn't tell right. her apart right. from any of her handmaids, which makes total sense. And maybe However, that's just what the Naboo queens do. However, there was Kira Knightley there. Kira Knightley and Sofia Coppola. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'd rather I'd rather have them honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do I do think it, it must be been very satisfying for the handmaid to uh, tell Padme to go clean up R two D two. And speaking of which, we brought this up before we went on the scene where R two D two is introduced. Yeah, and he's uh, you know he's fixing the ship, and all the other droids are on the on the on the uh, the deck fixing the ship as well. And every time they get hit with a laser, they scream. They scream bloody murder. Does anybody else find that terrifying? Well, yeah, but I didn't think robots had pain, you know, had, you know, had pain. Well, in George Lucas's uh, universe, robots feel pain. Remember the so. gong droid in Return of the Jedi? Oh, yeah. He's getting his feet burned, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> what kind of sicko would want robots to feel with pain? With pain receptors, exactly. This is George Lucas we're talking about. It doesn't make any sense. It's like going into a, going into the forest and chopping down a tree that screams. Right. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Ah! I mean, the Uncle Floyd show where he had a day in the life of the food where every time he eats something, you know, the thing would scream in pain. <laughs> where he put, like, pepper on and start sneezing, you know? No, another thing, too, and this brings us to another, like, weird little thing. There's slavery on Tatooine. Yeah. 
What are droids for? Exactly. <laughs> droids why do you why do you need slave labor if there are droids aplenty? Droids are for the jobs that slaves don't want to do, I guess. There's no such thing as a job that a slave doesn't want to do. Basically, the slaves are so tired they can't handle doing the job, so they create the you know droids. It's just you know. A, yeah, yeah. It's a circle okay. of life, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, the circle of life. The same yeah. circle of life where Anakin Skywalker invented C-3PO. Yes, <laughs> that one I still don't. Get honestly, either. honestly. Yeah. I could have done without that. And I understand. Droids can have their memories erased, which they did. But still. But still, it's like, really? Yeah. Is this really what you want to do? And actually, R2 didn't have his memory erased, so does he know, like, that... That would make R2 the biggest dick in the universe for not telling him anything. Unless he wasn't allowed to. You know, Anakin was your father. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I stood next to your mother and she died. <laughs> By the way, I'm zapping. I'm showing your sister right now, Luke. <laughs> Get a boner. Yeah. Um. And a- apart from the movie, this I think was the most ham-handed merchandising campaign in Star Wars history. Well, yeah. Think about it. There was like this had been nothing up until then, so it's like they had to basically go ape shit. With right. It. Sixteen years of waiting for this to happen. Okay. Yep. Um, you couldn't buy a bag of Doritos or a can of Pepsi for almost two years without having Jar Jar Binks staring, like, right back at you. Mm. He's a nacho! He's a good! Uh, on second thought? No. Not really, no. No. Oh, God. I actually got a mini Jar Jar Binks with my, uh, Burger King meal. Oh, did you get, like, the little bobblehead Jar Jar Binks? No, or? it wasn't even a bobblehead. It was just a plastic mound of... Pl- him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! And you, you you ate your meal? Yeah. Damn. You kept I was down, hungry. Huh? I was hungry. Damn. No, and that's the thing with with the um, I'm amazed that Burger King didn't go back to like the glasses promotion. Yeah. Like they had back in the day. Those are great days. Those are great. I mean, they're doing it right now with the Star Trek. Right. I got all four. Oh, very nice. nice. I haven't bought a single one. Uh, oh, mainly because I'm still battle scarred from McDonald's uh, <laughs> lead paint fiasco of the late seventies. <laughs> and those glasses, um. So, yeah, the, the Pepsi campaign was just over the top. Yep. Worst first wave line of action figures I have ever seen. Yeah. I mean, you got your basics, okay? You got Obi-Wan. Yep. You got Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Darth Maul. You've got, um, I mean, you got Padme. You've got Anakin. You've got Jar Jar Binks. You've got Sol Bibble, <laughs> Mayor of Naboo, God. Chancellor Valorum, and Senator Palpatine. That's straight-up delegation, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, seriously, if you wanted to have a rousing Senate debate about um, about free trade routes in the Galactic Senate with your... You know, you could, like, make little, like, Senate booths out of, like, egg crates and, 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 and plastic saucers. Oh, Stunning... A stunning debate action. Yes, exactly. I object. You know, we should make a commercial just doing that. Just like, now you can debate in the Senate. Probably. Seriously, there should be a law that the first wave of any action figure set, if you don't come with a gun, you don't get released. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't come with a gun or, or a, a lightsaber, you do not get released. Um, if you don't come with a gun or a lightsaber, you don't get released at all. Right, exactly. I know with, with Lucas's completion, you can get everybody now from... Yeah. You know, from every Luke Skywalker ever made to the uh, six-titted slave girl from uh, from Return of the Jedi. Um, speaking of the senators, real quick, really, ETs. Honestly, there were ETs. There were Wookies. Um, I had actually heard rumors that they actually put a delegation of like aliens, like wow, the alien xenomorphs, aliens? like the xenomorphs. Yeah, 
I had heard a rumor, which would be incredibly Dude, stupid. That the Predator's in there, too? Well, that's... considering that, A, they're a matriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> that would have made the best movie ever, though. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Closed-door <laughs> session of the Galactic Senate. <laughs> ah! Get off! Get off! Next thing you know, they're all in there. All the sudden, facehuggers are there, you know, and... Oh God! <laughs> and of course, all of a sudden, like little predators in the in the things too, and they're invisible. They're all invisible. <laughs> As these little little red dots are all over the place. See that, see that guy with the big blue horns saying objection? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but we do not recognize the delegation of the Predator Planet. <laughs> what are those lights? <laughs> I'll tell you though. I mean, for all like just the nonsensical merchandising they came out with. I gotta tell you, seeing Colonel Sanders with a lightsaber was cool. Oh yeah! But seeing the Pizza Hut chick with the bare midriff, even, even cooler. That don't exist in real life, my friends. <laughs> oh man, it was like okay, so yeah, this is the, the Chihuahua. Yeah, this this Colonel Sanders. Why they give him the lightsaber? That badass. Nice. And this is this is the funny thing too, because I brought this up every time you go to like because Pepsi owns Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. And they have these combo restaurants, and they used to have like the all three combo. But you right. can still go to like a KFC, Taco Bell. Yeah, we still go in our area. Yeah, that blows me away because I know for a fact the Colonel hated Mexicans. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> just something wrong with that. Yes, it's that's awful. So we went over what didn't work for Phantom Menace. Right. What worked? Lightsaber duel. Lightsaber duel. Let's Lightsaber right duel. Let's just let, let's just all say this together because it needs to be said in, in classic comic book guy right. fashion. Best, Best lightsaber duel ever. ever. You know the cool thing about that was was I think Darth Maul was very underused. Yeah. Oh, every um, peripheral character in Star Wars is, is underused. You know, I mean, and it was great because you know he brought us the double sided lightsaber. When yep. you saw that thing zap, you're like, that's cool. It was like it was such a deviation from the way lightsabers looked. Right, and were used. When, yeah, when those doors open and you heard the that oh, John Williams score, fates, that one, oh, one yeah. shivers. Yes, unbelievable. It was it was so well done. It was so yep. well choreographed. It introduced us to Ray Park. Yep. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have revenge. Who you know pretty much does faceless ninja movies all the time now, including he's playing Snake Eyes right. and GI Joe, and yet he did Toad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did Toad. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I never really got an answer to what happens when you when a Toad gets struck by lightning. Right. Oh, wait, I do remember it. Same, same thing, thing that happens to everybody else. I, I say we try it out. Let's send it into Mythbusters. Oh, there we go. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yes. perfect. So, uh, yeah, unbelievably well choreographed, suspenseful. Yeah. Um, the double lightsaber works on a, on a one-on-two. Mm-hmm. A slight downside, though... I kind of knew what was going to happen at the end from the from the commercial, the trailer. Yeah. When you heard, when you see any, um, Obi-Wan going, no, you got like, someone's dying, and I'm guessing who it is. I bought right. the soundtrack two weeks before the movie came out, and there's actually a, a track on there that said Qui-Gon's Funeral. Ooh. Spoiler, Spoiler alert! They should have just said Funeral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then let you, you know, guess that. for the Fallen or something like yeah. that. You know, and then least... let you be the, the one who feels like such an idiot because you couldn't figure out it was Qui-Gon. Right. Um, apart from the lame characters, like the like all the lame ca- racers, I really enjoyed the pod race. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was action. It was fun. Really, it could have been a bunch of robots driving those things for yeah, all yeah. I could have cared Greg for. Greg but... doing the uh, commentary. Oh, God. Greg <laughs> Proops. 
You know, it's so weird hearing him now because that's all I could think of is that yeah, two-headed the, yeah, alien. Yeah, the other one couldn't speak English, and he was like, "Hey, how you doing, everybody?" You know, and yeah. Um, I, I liked seeing the, the Tuscan Raiders kind of like you know shaking shit up and right. uh, by uh-huh. shooting at them. That was funny. That that was really cool. Yeah, I wanted them to do more damage. Yeah, they should have. Uh, ben Quadrenaris, on the other hand. That really could be the lamest character ever made. Yep. Yeah, was he, was he the... He was like the little onion-headed guy with, oh, the, yeah, with the arms and the legs and no body, just a head. Yep. I was thinking of the three-eyed guy with the big tubbo gut. Oh, yeah, that's, um... Oh, God, what's the, what's the planet those guys are from? That's, uh... It begins with a Q. Oh, Christ. I don't even remember. Reese yeah. was, like, one of the, the Return of the Jedi characters. Yeah. But, uh, Malastair. Yeah. They were from the planet of Malastair. And, right. yeah, it's this... Reusing masks and and stuff, and then there was uh, Sabalba, who was just kind of a, a dick. dick. <laughs> He's just like you know, okay, you're, yeah, I get it. You're a bully. You, you walk on your hands, and you're banging, uh, you know, you're so, banging Twilight chicks. There you go. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> They're like the Orion girls from Star Trek. Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, you got the best teaser poster I think in movie history. Yep, absolutely. Even my wife agrees. The Anakin. Standing, you know, standing next to the the little Tatooine home with the silhouette of Darth Vader. Yep, that was awesome. Yeah, that was the only poster of, of that entire trilogy. That was the only poster I bought. Oh yeah, that one's it's, it's phenomenal. Mm. That's how you do a teaser poster. Right. Um, we got to see plenty of Jedi's kicking ass. I mean, it was just the two Jedi's that, that right. you know, whipped out the lightsabers. We got but to see a lot of cool lightsaber type. Stuff. Exactly. Right. You get to finally see the Jedi Council. Yep. Um, however, I am so, so glad they decided in the next movie to convert Yoda to CG. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the new puppet the just worst-looking puppet I've ever seen. Now, I understand. The movie takes place 45 years, I think, before the, um... Right. The, the, whatever happened in Star Wars. Even still, it just didn't look right. Yeah, it was like young Yoda. Yoda was 800 years old. He was never young. Exactly. Yeah. Not at that time. I think he was born 700. <laughs> yeah. He was born wrinkly. Um, and, you know, as we mentioned... This, by all means, is not the worst movie ever made. No. no. We treat it like it is because it was 16 years. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just the same thing. Actually, not so much because I, I definitely think, like, Chinese Democracy, the Guns N' Roses album that made us wait 18 years for it. Yep. That is a far worse affront to its fans. Oh, absolutely. Than anything George Lucas has shoveled upon us in the I last mean, you can 10 say this years. This is not the best in the whole trilogy. You know, it's definitely the worst of the trilogy. Actually, was... you know what? I have to disagree with you really? on that. I'm going to disagree with you on that. And, you know, we'll get into some reasoning with um, Attack of the Clones, but I really think the lightsaber duel in, in Phantom Menace really. I think this really elevates us above Attack of the Clones. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of lame stuff in this, and there's a lot of lame stuff in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. This is a simply this that lightsaber battle. You didn't get anything like that, even remotely close. No, no. In in Attack of the Clones. No, no. So I'm going to disagree with you on that. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say that. No, I said it was a great fight, but I'm not going to base the whole movie just on one fight. Oh no, I understand um, that. I, I just think that when you when you're really just you know you're using well, like to, abacus right. to add up everything. Well, when I like well, when we get to Attack of the Clones, I'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. So. Okay, that, that's fine. All right, so we're going to take a break from the movies for a second to talk about some of the video games that came out around this time. Yep. Uh, this was a big push for the extended universe. Um, actually, realistically, like Shadows of the Empire is really kind of where the extended universe really got Started, hold. but that was between, like, Empire and Return of the Jedi. Right. Actually, so that's kind of... That's actually, Shadows of, the, Shadows of the Empire came out after the Tron, the Thrawn trilogy. 
Okay, yes, it did. But this, the, the Shadows of the Empire was one of those things that was, it was a book. Yeah, it was yep. a book, video game. It was a video game, it was a comic book series, and it, they came up with a soundtrack for it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of like, this was really where the um, extended universe really got its, its toehold. Yeah. yeah. More so, I think, than the Thrawn thing, which was simply just the books. Right. Which were really good, though. Oh, yeah, they were excellent books. Don't get me wrong about that. But the um, the Shadows of the Empire, I thought, really kickstarted the whole, let's let's, let's see what's outside let's see yeah. what we can do. of the original right. trilogy, even though it took place within the trilogy. I right. agree with that. Um, so there's plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, let's talk about one of the worst games ever made for Star Wars. And that's, that's saying something, because... Unlike you know, this isn't like Superman where they've never come up with a good game. Yep. But there have been some terrible games. We'll start with the Phantom Menace video game. Oh, from PlayStation oh. One and PC. That was awful. Oh yeah, that was horrible. All right, Troll was crap. The whole thing was just crap. The con- yeah, absolutely. The controls were crap. You couldn't walk a straight line if no. you were like, you know, you 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 could be the Waco kid. Yep. And you could awful. not get you walk straight. It little was, puzzles and some things you had to do, which is frustrating beyond belief. Yeah, you know what the sad, the, the the absolute just tragedy of this is. Mm-hmm. I reserved the game and picked it up on the first day. Ugh. Wow. However, it was the first time I had ever actually seen like a live motion video mm-hmm. on my uh, my PlayStation. Yeah, yeah I was that's really true. behind the times. Got my PlayStation really late, but they had the video for um, for Duel of the Fates. Yeah, mm. which was really cool. No, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's but it's a terrible video game. Horrible yep. video game. Um, power battles. Power battles. That was the um, that was one where basically you played as one of the five, like a five, one of the five Jedi. Yeah. It was like Mace Windu, Qui Gon Jinn, um, Obi Wan Kenobi, and there was like two others. I think Blue uh, Clune was one of them, and I can't remember the, the woman, one of the woman ones. That she like held her like lightsaber backwards. Oh yeah. Um, but oh. anyway, that was basically um, that was it. You just basically went through. It was a hack and slash. It was fun though. It was you know yeah. nothing huge. But it was fun. It was all like um, Battle of the Terracasi. Right? Yeah. No, it was more of just like a uh, like a. It was like you know like a side scrolling action type game where you uh-huh. went up and down everywhere else. It was fun. Okay. Uh-huh. And then it was also uh, Star Wars Lego. Star I, love, I love Those Star Wars Lego. Those are great game. I've said it a thousand times about every Lego game that's mm-hmm. ever come out. You've got so much replayability on these things. Oh, yeah. um, absolutely. I mean, obviously, if you're going to go out and run out and buy it, just buy the entire series. Because it's it's you can get all six movies on one game now yep. for the same low, low price that you could for buying them individually. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's so much to do on them. And, I mean, you you have to use Jar Jar. Yep. Yeah. There's no way around it. You can hate him all you want, but you can't yeah. jump as high as Jar Jar can. No, oh, yeah. Not even with a Jedi j- double jump. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Bombad Pod Racing is just Bombad. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm here all week. That's all I need to say. Yeah. Um, Clone Wars. The, the one that came out with Attack of the Clones for PS2. Yep. Not bad, but again, it's, it's, it gets into that, that just the, the whole control thing. Yeah. The controls are lousy for it, especially if, if you have to use um, you know, the, the equivalent of the speeder bike, the swoop. Yeah. Those things are just, they're, they're hard to control. Yeah, and, and if you move one move, it was awful. Every third mission, well, every third mission, essentially, a com- it requires you to you know, to beat somebody yeah. to, a, to, a, to a way station. And it's, you know, I'm just kind of getting stuck against the log and I can't move. And then you have failed. Right. You've lost that person. Yeah. Right. And then there was actually one that's on your list. Is, uh, they had a Revenge of the Sith game. Yeah. I heard was that was excellent. It wasn't bad. It was fun. Yeah, it's, it's... It was pretty fun. It was like, I guess they, they had a hard time because it was spoilerific. Yeah. 
Um, and they were very. They tried to hold that end. It came out like so a two tight. weeks, couple weeks beforehand. I, yeah, it was like two weeks beforehand. Right. But it was fun, you know. It was interesting, you know, because sometimes you played as Anakin, sometimes you played as Obi Wan, depending yep. on the situation. Yep. I rented it once, and actually, it was, it was fun. I had a good time yeah. with it. Yeah. Have you ever actually seen the ending that they have if you defeat Obi Wan? Oh wait, yes, yeah. I did see that. You, like, s- you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. he turns on the Emperor. Yeah. And he becomes yep. a new ruler. Yeah. Which is the way it should have been. Absolutely. Yes. Really. Um, and that gets us to a couple of the earlier games, like the prequels to the prequels to the prequels to the yes. prequels. Next to the Old Republic. Excellent, Excellent game. game. I played both. Oh. Um, One of the best reviewed video games in this decade. Mm. Yeah. I'll say out of all, I would say probably the, the best Star Wars games yeah. to date. Yeah. Um, I, I will agree. Um, 3,000 years before what we know. And it's just fun because, you know, the choices you can make in the game, it never really plays the same way twice. Because mm-hmm. you can take so many different routes, you know, become light or dark in certain cases. Yeah. And remember, the second one, your characters can become light or dark, which I yeah. thought was right. kind of neat, depending become, on what you talk to If you become them. dark, they become dark. And right. some of them could actually become Jedi. Right. Which was nice. You could actually kind of, if you had certain ones, could become Jedi if you talked to them the right way. It was kind of neat. That, that, that is neat. I, li- I like the, like, the balance, like, the, the, there's a shift in balance that you can have with that, where... Mm. Your choices really affect the game instead right. of it being predetermined, and you just right. have to exactly you know complete mission A, mission B, and mission C to get to mission D. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that's really cool. Uh, they're also coming out with a uh, mass multiplayer online game. I'm hearing good things. Old Republic, lots of good things. I mean that that trailer was phenomenal. Oh. Check whatever you do, find that trailer. The trailer is epic. The oh. movies should be as good as that trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. It'd be cool if they could make an old Republic movie. Yeah, new I, characters just start over for something new. I you're think. gonna. I mean, I, I, I know it would never happen, but it, right. just, it would just be a kind of a cool concept. I think at this rate, we just have to wait for Lucas to die. Yeah. And have somebody else take it over. <laughs> make it a CGI movie. I don't care. Yeah. Computer. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it'll look better than the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, my issue with this is that it is in fact a mass multiplayer online game yeah. requiring a subscription. After I buy the game. Go ahead, Mike. I have heard the recent news, though, is that it's going to be entirely voiced. Every single little character in it is going to be voiced. That's, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. That's kind of cool. You know, like I said, you know, the fee is worth it if you can get into it. You know, right. I mean, if your type of person has the time to play it, whatever, it's worth it. You know, right. yeah. it's, but if you don't, if it's not your thing for a while, right. then, you know, and this is you can cancel it if you don't like it. You know, that's right? Nice oh, no, I understand and that. A lot but... of times they give you the first month free, or like give you a trial basis. You're like, okay, I got month. so burned. On on uh, Star Wars Galaxies, though. You know, I played it, didn't mm. like it. Oh, I hated it. City of Heroes, when we get them, we yeah, were you and I Which were was part- okay, but then it got kind of monotonous after a while. Yeah, it got dull. And, and that's, then, I think that's the problem with any real mass multiplayer online game. And this is if you have any semblance of a life. If you right. have a job, if you, you know. I will say, World of Warcraft, that's a game that you can play and have fun and actually put down, too. Right, right, but, but it's just one of those things that it's just they. I think there's a built-in is. monotony with any of these games if right. you continue to play. I understand that it's one of these games that doesn't have that built-in obsolescence of a game yeah. that has a beginning and an end. Exactly. Right. It's but, such a life. But um, I think the old Republic is going to do probably much better than the Galaxy game. Yeah. If anything, oh. I would be surprised if they shut that one down. Yeah. I so. would hope it would do better. I would, I'm amazed they haven't shut down Galaxies yet. No, because they, cha- they changed it so much. Awful. Then they revamp the whole thing and start off as a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I heard that you have to like be playing for a while, and suddenly some people will become Jedi's like like that, and some weak people won't. Yeah, and then, well, then, then yeah, there's like, memes yeah, getting like bitten in the ankle. Well, by every a space character rat. has every character had like six different areas. If you actually mastered the six areas, you automatically became like the Force sensitive. Oh. But now in the game, you can just buy it and start off as a Jedi. 
which kind of defeats the whole purpose. That's it's stupid. Supposed to take place I'm after, sorry. It's supposed to take place after Empire Strikes Back, where there are no Jedi's. Right. Exactly. Oh, well, exactly. Go figure. That, that's that's idiotic. Um. All right. Let's move on. Yep. We have another movie to talk Second about. Second movie, Attack of the Clones. Yep. Master Yoda, do you think it will really come to war? The dark side clouds everything. Impossible to see. The future is. Um, I think out of the the, the people trilogy, the worst title. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. So I will agree with you on that. Yep. It's so MST nineteen fifties. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Attack, Attack of, the of clones. The, no, Attack of the, the Clones. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Attack um, of the giant radioactive clones from space. <laughs> In 3D! <laughs> um, actually, speaking of special attractions for this movie, did, Mike, did you come with us when we went to go see it in IMAX? Uh, yeah, because remember they cut out a lot of scenes? They cut know? out 45 minutes of the movie. But you know, it was 45 minutes you didn't need. I, it was 45 minutes I didn't even notice we're gone until I watched yeah. it on DVD. I'm yeah. like, what the... When the hell did they do... <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh. I didn't miss that! <laughs> it's the first Star Wars movie that I actually didn't see multi- like mass multiple times. Yeah. Phantom Menace, I saw, four t- I think, about four times in the theater. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, same thing, about four times in the theater. This was three, and one of those was the IMAX. Yeah. Just, it just, I wasn't as excited. Yeah. I was excited when, I, when it first came out. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It was the last time I actually paid for action figures. Um, but I, I don't know. And let's go. What what went wrong with this movie? I would dialogue. say the dialogue. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, the dialogue is... It's just kind of bad all around. Yeah. I'd much rather dream about Padme. Just being around her again is intoxicating. Be mindful of your thoughts, Anakin. They betray you. You've made a commitment to the Jedi Order, a commitment not easily broken. And don't forget, she's a politician, and they're not to be trusted. It's just, there's there's just no believability between the relationship anybody has. No, no. It's like, the people didn't really sync together. Right, exactly. It was like no connection. That's what we just said. Yeah, they tried tried to give Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin that light banter, and it just seemed so forced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It was... It was forced. It was a little too ironic for its taste. Why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? Don't say that, Master. You're the closest thing I have to a father. Anakin was too much like uh, a young Justin Timberlake, a young Creed Dick in the Box Justin Timberlake. Um, You're still waiting to just get some inkling that Palpatine's going to turn to the dark side. Right. Good God. Um, Buying the difference between Anakin and Padme in regards to that love story... It was just, no. it's like, okay, when, in the first movie, she was, uh, what was she supposed to be, like 15? Something like that. 15, 16, he was 10. Right, so it's now like basically. Between 8 and 10. Right. And it just, it, she didn't age, but he aged. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta Annie, say, you grew. <laughs> I gotta say, the worst line in that entire movie, near the end, I, I gave it to Pat, I'm giving it to Padme. Mm-hmm. I truly, truly love you. Like, wow. Oh. I didn't get that at all. Not, not not one bit. No. Well, well it's just like the little like throw out, you know, throwing out about like you know, democracy ends when we give up our right to choose, yeah. and it was just okay. I we get it. On one plus note, she did look a lot hotter in this one. Yeah. Well, course, oh, in my favorite, one of my favorite scenes. That's only fav- one of my favorite scenes because it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
is, you know, she's kind of like, no, no, Anakin, we can't, we can't, we can't. Yet she's wearing, like, that leather dominatrix gear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's like the way her waist is, like, what? Her, like her waist is, like, a, you know, the, the it was width like, of a dime. Oh, my God, it was like the belt was so tight. Exactly. It was just, like, you know, essentially it was just le- leather meat slings yeah. hanging off of her neck, and it's just, of course she's no! Got the, well, of course, at one point when they're all, like, looking out the thing, she got that dress with, like, you know, no, like, the back is all the way down, you know, you could... Hands down, some of the most ridiculous outfits ever in movies. Like, the most ridiculous and most, like, functionless yeah. outfits yeah. you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I've got a mosquito net over my head, but yes. we're on off. <laughs> but uh, she did look very good in that in the battle scene with her, with her midriff show in there. Yeah, what happened with that, by the way? Because it's like she was, like, you know, ne- neck neck to feet, she gets up on the thing, that, the, that cat thing, Scratches her back, and all of a sudden, it's like Betty. Half her sleeve, you know, half her sleeve was gone. How did I get the sleeve and the back? I mean, <laughs> all right. that's talent. It, right it's there. like um, it's like from the MST3K Future War. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> um, cardinal sin of this movie is cutting the balls off of Django Fett. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Yes. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I think that. Someone needs to just grab a Webster's Dictionary and actually show George Lucas what the definition of a bounty hunter is, first of all. Django Fett was not a bounty hunter. No. Django Fett essentially was a sperm donor Mm -hmm. who happened to be in league with a bunch of assassins who hired other assassins to do the work of the assassins that originally hired them. So he was more a mercenary. Yeah, seriously, he was more of a mercenary, but they called him a bounty hunter. He's a dad. Yeah, oh, he's a dad. I think he was supposed to be like a Mandalorian, and Mandalorians were mercenaries. They were pretty much just wherever the money was. Right. So he really wasn't a bounty hunter. But they referred to him as a bounty hunter. Those weird, like, Q-tip-headed aliens... Referred to him as a bounty hunter. They should have called him more of a mercenary. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. I remember even in the uh, Old Republic games, Mandalorians were mercenaries. Right. They were supposed to, they were they were fighting like the last battle, and then all of a sudden they kind of like weren't used. But if someone pays them the right or whatever, if they have a war they want to fight for, they'll just do it. Right. right. Exactly. What? It, it, so because there's honor there. Right. Exactly. They're a lot, a lot like the Hessians. Right. In the yeah. Revolutionary War. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the first time I saw anything with Django Fett, I mean, I was I I was pitching a tent. I was so excited because yeah. it's like, yes, they're bringing back the bounty hunters. This is going to be so awesome. Maybe he'll use the jetpack. Maybe he'll use the rocket, which he did poorly. Yeah. Um, he tended to get his ass kicked a lot. He actually hit his head against the door of Slave One when he was, you know, he was running away like a little bitch from Obi Wan. He did. Yeah. Think Houston had Stormtrooper, I guess, huh? Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of handy with those two side pistols there. Well, and that's the thing. The side pistols were really cool. The weapons on Slave 1 were really cool. Yeah. Um, however, you know what wasn't cool? The fact that they did include Boba Fett as a kid. Uh, as an annoying kid. You like Boba Fett? Oh, yeah. Hey, you like Boba Fett? Yeah, Boba Fett, he's awesome. When he get, you know, Is he, like, killing people in the movie? No, in this movie, he's a little kid. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound very good at all. Oh, God. It was just... Yeah, and then his dad dies, and then he's really sad. That yeah. that, that sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, but he's just a little kid. He's like a little kid with an you know, accent and just like... You know, oh, yeah, it's like... Get the... him! Get him! Yeah! Yeah! Kill him, Dad! Kill him! This kid was freaking demented, but he was Shit. useless. Because wow. it was like his voice was like on the cusp of changing, apparently. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess Lucas just looked at uh, Phantom Menace like, All right, I already taken all the joy out of Darth Vader. Let's do Boba Fett in this one. Right. Oh, I will squeeze you like a sponge, my friend. Why couldn't we have seen, like, a young Dengar or something? Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> a little kid with a head wrap, you know? No, actually, it would have been great if he's, like, some good-looking kid, you know, yeah. he's like, Hey, what can I do for you, Boba? Get me that acid! Ah, God! 
Or how about a young IG-88 as a calculator? <laughs> Just a head. <laughs> head like two little legs. What's that? Oh, that's my calculator. IG-88. <laughs> it will kill you if you get the answer wrong. Um... And then there was C-3PO, who, I, I, you know, I've never been the biggest fan of C-3PO, even even as a kid. Even, Again, you know. comic relief, but just got annoying after a while. Yeah, but it was kind of, I mean, it's kind of comic relief there, yeah. you know, essentially he and R2 are the, the Greek chorus, mm-hmm. the kind of, that, that, that they walk you through all these movies. Yep. He was more annoying and more puntastic than mm-hmm. I've ever seen him. Yep. The second he got his head knocked off and put onto a battle droid's body, I seriously wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, if you actually want to get a good time, though, you, what you have to do is check out on YouTube. Just type in R2-D2 subtitles mm-hmm. because um, some genius, some brilliant human being has come up, at least with the first two movies for right now, the subtitles that R2-D2 is actually saying when he's just doing his little beeps and whirs and everything like that. The That's best right. line, C-3PO is admonishing him for, um, you know, he needs to understand more about human behavior. And R2 turns to him and says something, and the subtitles say, well, you need to learn more about being less gay. <laughs> it was It's hysterical. Um, so, what worked about the movie? Great lightsaber fights. Oh, yeah. Lightsaber fights, once again, saved it. Yeah, and it was, it was more like Jedi on bad guy action, yeah. which yeah. was nice to just We got see. to see a bunch of Jedis running with their lightsabers. I thought that was great. And just, like, you know, killing people. But here's the thing that really pissed me off, though, is that, you know... These battle, the battle droids are, you know, we mentioned it earlier, far more incompetent than stormtroopers could ever dream of being on uh, their yeah. on their best day. They should have tri- kind of cranked out more of, the little, more of those other ones with the shields. The droidicas, yeah, exactly. Those but, you better. know, there's Jedis laying dead all over everything. But I do love when that, I forget, was it Kit, F- Kit Fisto, the one that just pushed uh, C-3PO down and grinned? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, part. Kit Fisto. Oh, what God. a great name. Well, that is an awesome name. You know, the funny thing is, they always said, like, I remember even, like, the thing that says, Kit Fisto usually smiles after he kills uh, kills an enemy. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because he made one grin in the movie, they had to actually put that? Exactly. Well, his He's lower like, eyelids smile, also blink, too. Smile, you know. Oh. Um, yeah, you got to see Yoda kick ass for the yeah. first time. I mean, it had and been 22 years. Ass. Oh, he kicked major ass. This is the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Was it better than the the Darth Maul duel? No. no. Not by a, not by any imagination. But it was damn cool. Yeah, I remember going when I was in the theater and as soon as, as soon as you see Yoda's shadow walking into there, everybody started cheering. Yep. yep. It was just one of those things that was so exciting to watch. I mean, when I was I was kind of thinking about you know what really worked about this movie, Autumn brought that up. She's like, "You nearly wet yourself." Absolutely, you did. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you shot a I was, pants. Yeah, I was so. I mean, it was the giddiest I've gotten until I saw Star Trek. Yeah, it was <laughs> just like <laughs> finally, finally. You would walk in, and you just know he's thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna kick all your asses." Yeah. <laughs> I think if that fight had been a little bit longer, it would have been right. But I think it didn't need to be. No, right. It was just enough to show that hey, you don't mess with him. Exactly, <laughs> and he can hold his own. Yeah, and they managed in in the process not to kill Christopher Lee. I've become more powerful than any Jedi. Because yeah. I mean, the guy's like what? When they were filming, that was it, like ninety. Yeah, it's Sir Christopher Lee now. By the way, yeah, thank yeah, you I very much. Good, yeah. Um, yeah, they managed not to kill him. He actually managed to uh, hang out to shoot scenes that were not seen until uh, the the special edition of uh, Return of the King. Yep. And then die like a bitch in Revenge, you know, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, they gave mm-hmm. him ten extra minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. So he just had like this this really just he he I mean he held his own only because there was a stunt double and a Christopher Lee mask. Absolutely right. But I um, mean that yeah the, the Jedi 
the, the Yoda lightsaber scene was really good. Yeah. We did also get to see Mace motherfucking Windu <laughs> kick some ass as well. You must realize there aren't enough Jedi to protect the Republic. We're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. The best line, this party's over. Yeah. Yes. He just, like, he's, hold, he, he's got the lightsaber up against uh, Dooku's throat. And then jump, you know, obviously he's got to jump away. Were we one night just basically just saying motherfucker after everything he's said? Oh, everything, yeah. And actually, it's, you know, he actually had the words bad motherfucker written on the the hilt of his lightsaber. Yeah, I heard that. Um, But when he... That is a prop I want to get. Oh, yes. I will pay for that. (laughs) Um, When he kills Jango Fett, though, and again, Jango Fett dies like a bitch because I think what what happens, he gets like, he, he shoots the rocket... To kill that, that bull monster, but the bull monster like just knocks him over and yep. you know lands on his feet or some stupid thing like that. Uh, you know, Mace beheads him. Yep. Yeah. And you know the helmet goes flying and it drops. Boba at the end of the battle picks it up, and I wanted so badly for that head to fall out with just like oh that, God! like that sickening, like just that, <laughs> <laughs> just like it had been held in there just by sweat and, and they did blood. that at Toy Fair too. It was yeah. Funny. But um. You know, I think the thing that made the movie... What I liked about the movie was it um, it kind of opened up more of what's coming. It was it was definitely a gateway. And that's what I liked. It, that's what I liked. It basically opened up, you know, how the tr- stormtroopers became stormtroopers while they were just a clone army at the time. Right. But you kind of saw how that was... Everything was kind of starting to unfold. Right. And they were competent, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Be- begun these clone wars Beca- have. Yes. <laughs> and of course you saw the plans of the Death Star. Yeah. yeah, and that was—I I thought that was. You tell me, little mosquitoes <laughs> were the ones who created the Death Star. Exactly. I mean, it was—it was, but I felt in a way that was more of a throwaway. Yeah. Than yeah. it was actually like you know, like a some some way to move the plot along. I don't feel like they ever really properly addressed the Death Star, no. right, at all in and any I, of these movies. I'm going to bring up the the everlasting question that everybody asks. Yeah. It took them 16 years to build the first one. It took them, what, like two months to build the second? Yeah, pretty much. About four years. Wasn't yeah. that supposed to be some, like, story that they were building two? They, they were, were built. They, they already, already planned on building two. They were already building the second one in, like, throughout the whole trilogy or something like that, and it was just a slow going. Well, it was like, like, it was a secret. Right. There was a secret they were building, which, by the way, I read the book Death Star. Yeah. No mention of that second Death Star at all. Right. You know, the funny thing is, I remember uh, another game I forgot to mention was The Force Unleashed. Is that kind of oh, like yeah. between that, 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 that is, was the crossover between oh, yeah. three and four? That is an official part of the. Oh, well, that's right. I, right. I totally forget. And about the funny that. thing, I just remembered it now. And actually, it's funny. His symbol was what they used for the rebellion symbol. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. didn't play that because it was like one of those things. I was really gearing up. Well, I read it in the in the book. Oh, okay. You know, and they pulled out that symbol the rebels use. Yeah. And apparently, it was his his family's crest. Oh, so it was kind of neat. It was a neat way to kind of pull it off. I was I was really curious about it because it was one of those things. I got so psyched to. To, to play that game. Mm-hmm. And then I heard people talk about it. And I started Sorry. reading reviews. And yeah, exactly. It went from being best game ever made to I'd give it about a B minus C plus. Yeah. You know, and it just. It was okay. It, nothing. It wasn't like game of the year. Right. I, I still get giggles, though. Every time I lift somebody up, shock them, then throw them at someone else. <laughs> it was fun. And I remember the worst, the best part of that, that game was you actually had to take down a. Uh, Star Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. At one point, he's oh. like, "You want me to do what?" <laughs> and at one point, you had to like, you know, you had to like basically there was a bunch of Tie Fighters going around. Oh, it's you had to step Tie Fighters. And as soon oh. as you did that, you had to like line the thing up, 
And then when you lined up just right, then you had to pull it down. You had to do it like four or five times. Yeah, it got because annoying because it would get closer and closer and closer, and eventually you did it. Right. Once you just got the hang of it, wasn't it hard, but it was time consuming. Yeah, yeah. After you gra- after you like start pulling it down for like five seconds, boom, you got to let, let it go and right. defeat another wave of time fighters. Yeah, yeah. But Mike, you were absolutely right though about it opening up. More right it opened up the story. That's more, what I like. It's like okay, okay, now we're seeing things. That's why I'm saying what I liked about. It. That's why uh-huh. I was disagreeing with you because the first movie just kind of said, okay, here are the characters. It's a standalone. And yeah, definitely. And I, I, movie, I think that the ten year difference between the two also right. closes off Phantom Menace from yeah. from Attack of the Clones. Right. And yeah. I just I my, my the where I'm coming from is just I thought the execution okay. of Attack of the Clones was a little lazy. Okay. Um, I thought, you know, obviously the, the after work that they did afterwards, and, you know, which we're going to bring up in right. terms of the Clone Wars, that really opened things up. Right. And they really, it almost like they really started thinking about what they wanted to do next. Right, because now the storyline is now starting to unfold. Like, well, we got to lead up into right. New Hope here. So that's what I liked about it, because now I'm saying, okay, now I'm seeing how it's going to work. And, okay, now I'm seeing this thing, and... Hey, look, Jimmy Smith's is, is basically <laughs> Bail Organa. I'm going, it's Julio Gonzalez from Running Scared. <laughs> you know, I thought he was going to bring out the Uzis, you know, and, you know, and have uh, Joey Pants as, you know, remember that movie? Yeah, uh, I remember Classic it. boy. Anyway, so in a, in a sense, Phantom Menace was the prequel to the prequels. Kind of, yeah. yeah that's a good way of putting it. I mean, it's definitely more standalone. Like, Star Wars, A New Hope, is more of a standalone movie right. than the yeah. other two. right. Independently, it stands on its own. Right. You know, and you can give it whatever merits you want. You know, that's why I will never. And I, I mentioned this when we were talking about the uh, twenty best geek movies of all time. You can really never compare Star Wars to Empire, mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try. It's just no. it's impossible to do because they are two separate movies. Because really, Star Wars just introduces the characters. You get you get to know them. Exactly. Now right. Empire is like now you get to see what they can do, and then Return of the Jedi. This is where. It all unfolds. Exactly. And you know what? It's funny. If you think about it, the prequels do the same exact thing. Yeah. You know, you introduce the characters, you start to see the, start to see what they can do, and the story unfolds, and then it ends on an ending that leads into something else. You know, absolutely. It's the same idea. No, absolutely. You know? I, I agree with you on that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the cartoon. Okay. We'll start, we'll start with the standard uh, 2D animation. Mm. Right. You guys have all seen them. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the three 15-minute... The, the, the Jenny Tartakovsky. Yeah. yeah. Those are good. The 15-minute stuff. I think it, was like, it was like five minutes, I think. It was like five to ten-minute episodes, right. except for the last one. Yeah. Yep. And then they went into more of the half-hour... Right. Or like ten minutes. For the season. second so, yeah. season. They made it a little bit longer. Right. I think in the entire first episode, you don't hear... I think you hear Obi-Wan like for like two lines. Right. But other than that, it's like no dialogue whatsoever. It was all action, no words. Um, right. that, there was that Mace Windu episode. Yeah, he was just in the little kid gives him water. Right, yeah. And it was just that thing with like those, those planet crushers. Yeah. Those, those big hovering things that would just like, hammer down mm-hmm. on the clone troopers. Mm-hmm. And Mace Windu would run and take one down and have to wait for another one. And it was five minutes of nothing. Yeah. Other than just Mace Windu kicking ass mm-hmm. and watching clone troopers just get squished. Right. The one thing that didn't make any sense was that blue tattoo in the second season that Anakin had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the blue tattoo. I mean, I know he's got the scar on his eye, but the blue tattoo, I didn't understand that at all. Right. However, uh, they did bring up why uh, C-3PO was finally gold. He finally got his gold plating. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had mentioned it. It was like the first time they'd ever actually mentioned the whole mm. thing with that. Um... 
I thought it, it did such a great job filling in the blanks. Yeah, it really did. And I, honestly, you know what they were doing was they wanted to just they 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 wanted to bridge the gap between the two, where from the beginning until the end of season two, mm-hmm. that's essentially what happened in between. Right. Um, it's you know getting to the point also where the very last episode of the second season, Palpatine had been kidnapped by General Grievous. Right. And that's how the and that's how General Grievous like you know had the respirator problems because Mace Windu had um, crushed his throat. Right. Yeah, uh, it was also like the only time we really actually see General Grievous act like a real badass and not just like some cartoonish like handlebar twisting villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Now the 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 CG show on the other hand kind of is filled in between those two. Right. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. We we talked about the movie on episode two. Yeah. Uh, the movie's terrible. Yeah, the, the the Clone Wars movie is just it's awful because it's just it's an excuse to rush you into a bunch of characters. That yep. it's just like it's like, whoa whoa whoa, just slow down a second. Take Let me time. Take my breath. Let's yeah, exactly. But the show kind of slowed down a little bit and it really got you into it. And the nice thing was it didn't just focus on Jedi. Right. Exactly. You know, you fo- that I mean, one... it focused on Jar Jar for three episodes. I mean, at one point it focused on Cody and yeah. um, the other stormtroopers, you know, the yeah. elite guard. Kind yeah, of... there was a great episode actually with R2-D2. Yeah. Well, R2-D2 was um, kind of, he had a feud with another another astromech droid that was that was like, kind of like there to screw things up. Right. What about that one royal guard guy that was like, they were like the blue Armor. Oh yeah, and, and he was he, evil. He was evil, and they got killed. Yeah, I'm going. That's badass. You know, I said that's that's how it should have been. They actually did something I I thought was unthinkable when the show first came out. They actually made Ashoka, um, Anakin's Padawan, somewhat tolerable. Yeah, she wasn't completely annoying because they actually kind of gave her a driving motive. It was to protect her master. Right, and the nice thing is, I think she grew as a character too. Absolutely, she was such a like a adolescent at the time. So she, she I mean, essentially, she was a, she was a tween in yes. the movie. And she became more of an actual character. Miley Cyrus, the, the Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. It's Miley! <laughs> um, I thought they did a great job. They created plenty of suspense, even though, you know, you know what's going to happen. You right. know mm. the fate that befalls you still everybody. Enjoy, you still enjoy it. Exactly. You enjoy it because it takes your mind off of that. Exactly. Because like, this, this is what we're focusing on right now. Right. And it, it actually answers a lot of questions. You know, we've had for the past 30 years now, mm-hmm. what the hell were the Clone Wars? Yep. And now you're actually seeing it really kind of played out. Mm. Um, there is going to be a second season, which yep. I'm looking forward to. Right. Uh, it's good, too, because these are good long seasons. Yeah. You know, unlike most of the stuff Cartoon Network does, which essentially is a 13-episode order, yep. yeah. they actually do a 22-order. I mean, they're doing, like, a real season. Yeah, that's cool. You know, regular TV shows. The Office got 22 to 24 episodes right. a season. So. They, they've ordered a 26-episode season of Futurama. Excellent. Yes, I heard about that. So another um, show, Back from the Dead. Yeah. Yes. I just hope it's better than the uh, Futurama movies. Yeah, like them. Because they're dragged. Well, yeah. it's only 30, 30 minute bits. Right, you're right. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying, I'm just hoping that the writing is better than what they had for the, yeah. Yeah. For the movies. Um, th- th- okay, that's going to bring us to the final movie in Revenge this trilogy, Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Twisted by the dark side, young Skywalker has become a um, Jim and I had a conversation the other day about this. Mm-hmm. And he actually said, excluding New Hope, which you absolutely have to do, as we've yeah. mentioned a thousand times, yep. this is the second best movie in the Star Wars just uh, canon. Okay. Any... I'm, I'm willing to agree with that to a certain extent. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I just think the dialogue continues to drag it down. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
I mean, it's I mean, the dialogue in Return of the Jedi was better. Yeah. But I would take this movie over Return of the Jedi any day. You know what I say? It was such a dark movie. You just saw it just slowly, slowly. You knew it wasn't going to end happy. No. no. Anybody who expected a happy ending, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm sorry. I just got uh, that image of Robot Chicken when uh, um, Anakin's killing all the younglings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to your happy place. Ah, oh, flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what went wrong with it? Uh, you know, more bad uh, Anakin uh, Padme pillow talk. You're breaking my heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. The best part, I think, when at the if I'm, I'm spoiler alert, if you've obviously haven't seen it, which I'm sure all of you have, when she's sitting in the thing and like the, and the medical doctor says she's lost the will to live. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I can give tell- me a break. I thought they should have said her throat was. You know, esophagus. We have to take the babies out now, or else they will they will suffocate too. Exactly. They should have done that. It would have made it more bad. I can tell in my cold, unfeeling robot heart that she's dying of a broken heart. A bad. I'm the worst robot doctor in the world. Doctor Ball. Doctor Ball. (laughs) Oh, fine. Don't listen to Doctor Ball. He's just an old fool. Uh, She's dying of a broken heart. Why don't we get a real doctor in here? (laughs) You know the funny thing is too. You know the funny thing is too when the babies are born. Yeah. Luke came out first. Leia came out second. So Luke is technically older. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I remember in New Hope, it made it out almost like Leia was older than Luke. Oh yeah. Like Leia looks like that. Oh come on. Yeah, exactly. Well, then she was more in a, a business political type thing. And exactly. Yeah. Luke is just a you know farm boy. You know. So but, whiny farm boy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, he never did get those power converters. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. A big problem I had with this movie was you know the whole thing is the is the turning of Anakin Skywalker to Darth mm-hmm. Vader. And he didn't just transition to the dark side slowly like anybody who's right. really going to change the, the, their whole ideal system and the way that they're going to conduct their life, especially in a religion like the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I mean, he took the freaking express shuttle to it. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, at least in the second movie, you saw that... Right. You saw the glimpse when he just slaughtered the sand people. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and then, of course, you know, when he hacked off, you know, hacked off what's-his-name's head... You know, uh, oh yeah, with head, Dooku's head, yeah. You know, and he, yeah, but then after that, nothing. But I mean, essentially, he he would have. I think he would have switched to the dark side if um, one cookie. Know, yeah, exactly. Palpatine had like, oh, I've got some jelly beans here. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> I'll pads. go murder the young younglings now. I'll yeah. give you the power to save Padme. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't say when well, I was going to tell you. Oh, I sure well, here's the thing. All right, his reasoning for turning to the dark side was love. Now get your seven-foot-two asthmatic ass back here, or I'm going to tell everyone what a whiny bitch you were about Patamame or Panda Bear or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah. If you really stop and think about it, that's lame. That's yeah. I'm sorry. It should have been poor where he says, you know, I'm more powerful than all you bitches. <laughs> you know, you show me the power. You know, that's how it should be. You should be, like, power hungry. I'm going to go bang some but Twilight. No, I don't want to lose Padme. Show me how to get her back, and I'll serve you. Call me Darth. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm going to save my completely virtuous wife by becoming the most evil bastard in the universe. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Wow. I'm going to save the lives of my unborn child by killing more children. Exactly. Um, yeah. Here's the thing that always drove me nuts, too. Mace Windu died like a bitch. Yeah, it's funny how they said he went out in a quote-unquote blaze of glory. Yeah, it was blazing, but I wouldn't say glory. Which <laughs> exactly. It, it's just like... Okay, well, you know, I got blindsided by the whiny one who won't help me out. I think if he'd hacked off his hand, and then, like, I think Anakin should have killed him. Right. Yeah. You know, not that whole thing out the window, and yeah. then maybe kicked him out the window after he was dead. Right. Or something like that. You know, but, say, but, like, you know, I'd say, 
you know, what are you going to do now? You know, yeah. like, Mace, like, what are you going to do? Like, don't do this. You know, it's like that. You know, plead to him. But, and then all of a sudden just hack his head off or something. But the whole thing was that whole... That's how it should have been That done. whole... I mean, the whole interaction between um, Palpatine and Mace Windu, though, yeah. essentially it was like that joke we have about Mortal Kombat. It's mm-hmm. like, you will die. <laughs> no, you will die. <laughs> no, the funny it, thing was, in the, in the game... Yeah. I, I, can't remember, I can't remember exactly, but he did actually die a lot better in the game than he did in that one. Well, thank Christ for because that. Yeah. Anakin and Mace Windu have a fight. Yeah, they, they chase, they chase, they chase each, each other. other. Right. And it was more of a like a kill type, you know. Right. Oh, God. This is... So <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was just so infuriating. Another thing that... And, you know, this drives me nuts in any movie. When they, you know, especially with prequels, with the pre-sold property already, trying to shoehorn characters from older movies into it. You know, they had... Shoe, they, I mean, they had Chewbacca in this right. one. For no good reason other than Chewbacca. <laughs> We had to have a Wookiee fight because everybody didn't want the Ewoks. So exactly. Let's, you know, but it, but it's like you and that to, lasted for what a second. Exactly. And at the end of it, it's like you know Yoda's saying how much he's going to miss Chewbacca. It's like you know I honestly expected like the camera to pan to the right, it's like and miss you too, young Han Solo. Yeah. And you too, baby Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Don't forget you, little Lando. <laughs> and of course, you know you'll have like a little baby Lando with the Jerry curl and the mustache going. You got it. You know. All right. I can't wait to turn on this motherfucker. <laughs> I want some Colt 45. <laughs> Fried chicken. Sorry, I'm awful. Right, that was yes, bad. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. All right, let's, let, let's, let's go. too far on that one. Let's pull you back to the light side now. Okay. The side of the light, the side right. of the just. What worked with these? this movie? Uh, let's see. Well, like I said, it led into everything. I think it was like the dark story. Yep. Um, the lightsaber battle. The lightsaber let's battle. Let's just go right into that. Yeah. Um... There is actually a, a thing on the supplemental portion on the Revenge of the Sith DVD where they go into one minute of mm-hmm. filming that battle. Yeah. And it's unbelievable just the amount of work that went into that. Oh, guys, it's, all, guys it's on Mustafar, the, the, the volcano planet. Right. And um, it's just, it's unbelievable what they had to go through, the different types of costumes they had to wear just for the singeing. Yeah. You know the funny thing was, uh, the only thing I didn't like about the fight was at one point when they both kind of had dropped their lightsabers. Yeah. They're just kicking each other like, ugh! Yeah. Come on, you know, have a little fisticuffs here exactly. going for a little bit, then get your lightsaber, you know, have a beatdown first, and then, you know, I think it would be a little more interesting. Exactly. Um, but that's just me. And again, why the hell didn't Obi-Wan just kill him? It's like, you know, you're like a son to me, but <laughs> right. I just think it's funny when you're burning. Hey, he did have the high ground. He did <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of that was. You're telling me that you know he could just hey I mean, Anakin could just walked up and hacked his legs off. I mean, you know Exactly. Or you can tell me that you know. he can't jump a little further. Right. I, I won't I won't give you the, the piece of death. I'll let you burn in emulation. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think what it was is I think it was just because he was being cocky, you know. It's like right. and, you know, everyone had more control. Oh what? So is he gonna teach him a lesson now? You just sit there and think about that for a minute, young man. Um, and while you're burning over this, exactly, Kentucky Fried Chicken coming through. Yeah. Let me get a marshmallow. Please just kill me. This is the worst pain ever. Only Sith think in absolutes. <laughs> Which, by the way, I love that. I love that little exchange they have about if you're not with me, you're my enemy. Yeah. And Obi Wan's like, only a Sith Deal. speaks in absolutes. I'm like, that's an absolute statement. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's seriously, Obi Wan, who's the Sith now? It's like, can we just sit down and talk? Yeah. Over some, you know. Jamba juice. <laughs> purple tea. Would, would, would you like a smoothie? I'll get you a smoothie. I'll, I'll pour that on your you know, head right could, now because some... it looks like it'll be cooling. I think I had some blue milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love the fact that they actually brought James Earl Jones back. 
even though it was some of the worst dialogue maters <laughs> ever. Like, should, we all, should we I, all just say it? No. Hold on a sec. Let's have our um, our desktop there? Vader here. Let's see what he what he has to say about that. What is thy bidding, my master? Better dialogue. Yes, yeah. exactly. What about? I am your father. You're damn straight. You are. Yeah. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Now, you notice the power of the power of the dark side though means killing younglings. Mm-hmm. No, notice the one line he doesn't say is no. Right, exactly. So the apple didn't fall, fall from far from the tree. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know what would have been more cool though? Padme is dead. So in the end, I think things made way more sense. Yep. Yes. Than they would have, you know, if if we had just kind of left it to books. Into television, mm, yeah. into you know video games, um, you know it's just great. The one thing I missed though was was not getting a little bit of Qui Gon in there. Yeah, only because you know he learned like the true way of eternal life, right, through the spirit realm. But of course, he was off filming Batman Begins. So uh, <laughs> we we get that one voice of him in like the second one. Oh yeah, just that Anakin. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think they probably looped from the first one. Which yeah, because he actually says that. It's well, actually that more Anakin we're... down. Right. So that's that's it for the the, the uh, prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I enjoy them. I still yeah. I still oh, watch yeah. them from time to time. Well, they are by no means the worst movies ever made. No. no. So you know, go back, watch them, and just you know, watch them with new eyes. Yeah. That's what I tried to do before, and. It lasted all of 11 minutes until Jar Jar Binks made his first appearance on screen, and then I'm just back to the 27-year-old bitter asshole I was when I first was watching these movies. You know what I think is funny? We forgot about the, in The Phantom Menace. One of the pilots, isn't she? Wasn't she one of the singers from The Replacements? No, she was one of the uh, singers of The Commitments. Commitments, that's what I was talking about. That's what I meant. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, she was also in um, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Oh. She was the British girl that got, like, super high. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. During um, uh, Roseanne Arquette. Yeah. So... So that's going to wrap it up for us uh, for another episode of Geek Salad. Um, coming up next, finally, Cartoons. our long-awaited cartoon episode. So if you want to get in on that action, you can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. Check out our Facebook, uh, which is Geek Salad Podcast. Um, obviously, there's still MySpace for mm-hmm. the time being. Also, folks, if, you, if you're just new to the Geek Salad family, check out the archive either on our website, our website uh, www.keeksalad.mypodcast.com or you can check out the archive on iTunes through the iTunes store. Just type in the keyword Geek Salad and you'll be right there. So, Mike, again, thanks for Thank joining you. us in the Man, studio today. I'd just like to give a quick shout out to my friend Nick up in Canada. I get him listening. Excellent. 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 Nice Nick, job. welcome welcome to the Geek Salad family. All right. And until next time, uh, go forth and be geekful. Have a great day.
have a bad feeling about this.